coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. I've never made so many to-go charcuterie boards. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. I swear I hear that Uber Eats alarm go off everywhere I'm at now. So (laughs) (laughs) you're in your sleep. Yeah, there's no reason to any of the any of the madness on the chef specials. One thing I want to make sure I mention, because everybody's always asking this, especially in our group. Oh, right. Where, right. where can I get Sunday brunch with bottomless, bottomless mimosas? mimosas. <laughs> we, got, we, got the, we got the bottomless mimosas for $15. Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. The show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. The podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified when an episode is ready for download, and then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured guest is Corey Albright from Copa Lounge. Copa is in the Edge District, serving up small plates, wine and beer in a hip environment. After Corey, we'll check out the latest, tastiest new salads at Greenstock, one of our favorite places for lunch. We We have have a a great great show, show, so so stick stick around. around. St. Pete is all about local, and this year we celebrate a local legend's 25th anniversary. Roland Oates Market and Cafe was founded in July of 94 by Bert Swain and Larry Schwartz. From the beginning, Roland Oates has made a commitment to provide St. Pete customers with the finest quality organic whole foods, nutritional supplements, and body care products at the most reasonable prices possible. And now they have a South Tampa location too. We go there for many items, but they are the only place that we go to buy our raw probiotics and other supplements. They have the best organic whole food selection in town, and on the flip side of that, they also offer a fantastic selection of wines and an unparalleled selection of local craft beer. Rollin' Oats has a cafe, Open Daily, which offers delicious sandwiches, burgers, soups, salads, bowls, wraps, entrees, and fresh-made smoothies along with a variety of prepared and packaged take-home meals located in the market itself. Do you pride yourself with supporting local businesses? Well, put your money where your mouth is and get on into Rollin' Oats today. Rollin' Oats St. Pete is located at 2842 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Street North, and in South Tampa, you'll find them at 1021 North McDill Avenue. Check them out on the web at rollinoats.com. That's R-O-L-L-I-N oats.com. And Rolla Notes offers online ordering with curbside pickup. Hey, Lori, have you ever been to Noble Crust? I have. What do you like there? Pork belly, pimento cheese, and fried green tomatoes are my favorite. Oh, yeah, I love that one, too. They actually call it the FGBLT. 
It's fried green tomatoes, pork belly glazed with a Tabasco honey sauce and pimento cheese. Mm-hmm. And it's the first item on the menu, so you can't miss it. And I think they should actually call it the OMG. Yeah, you've said that before. The chicken marsala is really good too. It has chicken and chicken sausage, criminy mushrooms and four cheese grits. It's so delicious. I love that they mix classics from the American Deep South and Italy. Noble Crust is famous for their fried chicken. I love it. Yeah, and the eggplant parmesan is out of this world. When we do a best eggplant parm list, it'll definitely be on there. Yes, it will. Speaking of lists, Noble Crust made six of them recently. Best Italian, Best Casual Dining, Best Pizza, Best Bloody Marys, Best Meatballs, and, believe it or not, Best Salads. Ooh, ooh, can I tell you another one of my favorite items? Yeah. The spaghetti and meatballs. It's so good. Man, you're not kidding. You know what? They have a brunch on Saturdays and Sundays starting at 1030, which I love. And the deviled eggs are to die for. Let's go to Noble Crust right now. I'm in. Let's do it. Please welcome, from COPA in downtown St. Pete, Executive Chef Corey Albright. Welcome, Corey. Hey, guys. How are you doing? We're doing great. So COPA is a wine, beer, and specialty wine cocktails place specializing in small plates. And they just recently celebrated their one-year anniversary. And we're going to get into all of that after we get to know a little bit about you, Corey. So you've lived in a lot of places. I have. I've, I've lived in a lot of places. I was, I, my dad was a, mili- I'm a military brat. And I've been in different countries and, and a lot of different states. So. And where were you born? I was born in Germany. Uh, Germany, wow. Yeah, I was born in Frankfurt Hospital. Oh, wow. Cool. And then uh, did you do, is there a certain place where you did most of your, like growing up or where you started cooking? Uh, I call Ohio my home. That's where uh, mm-hmm. my dad finally retired from the military and moved back to Ohio. Okay. Like, what part? Uh, Dayton. Dayton. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we've been uh, learning lately that a lot of people from around from St. Pete are from Ohio, except us. We're <laughs> yeah. The yeah. There's definitely there's a definitely uh, there's a trend from Ohio to St. Pete. I've, I've noticed. So that's for sure. So w- when did you get interested in cooking? Uh, so I always loved cooking. I mean, my grandmother, you know, she was you know self taught chef, but also. Uh, very good baker and uh, did a, a lot of baking and stuff on the side, making wedding cakes for people, which actually my father does now. And then, uh, you know, I got a job when I was 15 washing dishes and just worked my way up and then went and played football in college. And I was like, I'm never going to be back in the kitchen again. I'm good. <laughs> I get hurt. Uh, don't know what I'm really going to do anymore. Then I fall back on, on cooking. And, and right. Cause you, you were playing, uh, were you playing football? Yeah, I played football. For yeah. for who? Um, a scheme university. And you had an injury then, and so yeah, then you, I had an you got it. For my back, my knees, and uh, finally, football was taken. It was, it was no longer in the cards for me. So, right after that, then uh, you know, kind of, I fell back on what I knew, and I, you know, I was watching the Food Network and kind of things like that, and uh, just. Kind of popped in my head. I was like, man, I really want to go to college. I'm just going to go to culinary school. So now, were you still in Ohio at this point? I was still in Ohio, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you went to culinary school there? Yeah, I went to, I went to a small, small technical college. 
uh, went there and then I worked for my mentor for about two years. I was actually one of only three students he ever hired. So it's kind of, kind oh, that's of cool. pretty cool. That's really yeah. awesome. Uh, worked at his restaurant called Marietta Meadows. It was, uh, open for 90 years. Family. Wow. Yeah. So. And that's in Dayton? Uh, that was in Zanesville, Ohio, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The college I went to, uh, I met, I had met somebody, so I'd stayed out there. So what brought you to St. Pete? Um, so, uh, over the time, you know, I, I worked at some places and I came back home to Dayton and I got a job with a hotel group called Concord Hospitality. And I was, uh, was the, uh, sous chef for them at their Marriott property. And then, uh, oh. worked for them and they actually called me up random. The vice president called me and asked me if I wanted to, uh, to move. And, uh, I was like, sure. Where? Right. In Tampa. And I had three weeks to, you know, back in my life and, uh, I moved down here. So I moved down here. And then, uh, my best friend, who's my roommate now, actually, we grew up together. We lived in St. Pete. So I found my, uh, I found myself driving to St. Pete all the time. Mm-hmm. So I got a condo on the beach and, uh, did the beach life and drove to Brandon <laughs> every oh, wow. day, uh, to my hotel. Mm-hmm. And what was that the, the Marriott? No, that was the Hilton Garden Inn. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, was, and what, what year was it that you moved here to Tampa? Uh, I moved here five years ago, so... Oh, okay. And then you got the condo on the beach a couple of years later? Or? No, I, I rented that right when I moved out here. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it was just a rental, yeah. Right. Nice. And then um, after you eventually left the hotel... Left the hotel, uh, and then I you know, went and worked for another company... Um, didn't work out too well, and then I just kind of uh, I started consulting, helping consult mm-hmm. and, uh, with some other restaurants until uh, until the last time you saw me we, uh, when I was at Chill, right? And then I left Chill, went back to consulting, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, I had this great opportunity with Copa, and uh, I took it, and I've not been happier since. Oh, that's great! Oh, that's good to hear. And you've been with them since January, correct? Since the very first year, yeah. So nice. Yep. So yeah. So they uh, had their one year anniversary in October, and yeah. So you're com- You'll be coming up on one year shortly yourself. Yeah, I will be on one year too. Hopefully here soon. So. So when you started there in January, um, how have things evolved between then and now? Are there certain things that you felt you needed to change, and other things maybe not so much? Uh, I felt like there was definitely things that I needed to come in and change, you know, just, uh, you know, the menu, it just didn't work for me, but obviously I didn't want to change it right away. Um, I think when we spoke, you know, uh, there was just some things that just, they weren't small plates or, or they didn't like vibe out for the, the decor, or the, or the, the, you know, the things that we were going for at Copa. So over time I changed those. Uh, mm-hmm. slowly, gradually upgraded the menu from things to, from certain things to, to a little more, uh, nicer, nicer dishes that are more composed. And then also a little more complicated that, uh, you know, uh, from, from where they were, you know. So is the entire menu, uh, new from you or did, were there like a couple favorites that like you there can't get rid of? There are things that we kept, uh, the toast on is we kept, I had, I just had to, you know, I just altered the recipe a little bit to make it, a. Uh, to more to make it more genuine mm-hmm. for them, and then uh, you know went from 
you know, making everything fresh and also uh, just tweaking a couple things. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of other things uh, I actually, I would say probably about 90% of the menu actually changed and we added right. over time. Now we have like our little steeple dishes that people love mm-hmm. to keep. And then, you know, we'll, I'm going to rotate out, you know, with the seasons, everything else, uh, those spots. So, And you, you obviously started at a, well, you didn't know when you started that it was going to be a very awkward and strange year. How did you guys adapt during the COVID crisis? So um, when it first started, you know, it, it came down to just me working in the restaurant and running. Right. Uh, I was literally, I was the cook, the, the bartender, the, the server, the hostess, whatever, you, you know. We did that for a couple of days. It was just, you know, it was just kind of not generating the, the business we needed. So we decided to, sh- uh, to close down. And then, you know, we were... We were stuck for months, you know, didn't right. have any answers. Um, you know, me and Sebastian and Max, we talked, obviously we stayed in contact every week. We'd, you know, a couple times a week we would talk and just figure it out. Um, and then finally we got to go ahead and open. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, you know, obviously we were doing all the CDC precautions, you know, all the, what was it? Well, I think it was 35% seating. And then it went up to 50 mm-hmm. to what it is now. Um, right. And we just, you know, we kept, Working really hard. Luckily, I mean, we were, we were fortunate enough to get a lot of uh, some publicity from, from places. Right. Uh, that featured us just because we were a small business and we were just now opening and, you know, making it through the crisis. So that helped. But also, you know, our, our, our amazing customers that started with us, you know, they, they still show us love and, and help take care of us as well. So, I mean, it was just a balance of uh, – and, and we kept the staff well, I think, for the first – First couple weeks, it was just literally me, Max, Sebastian. That was it. I mean, we were just all three of us just running the restaurant. That was all we had. Um, right. Did Did you adapt to more takeout and such like that? Yeah, we did. So we have mm-hmm. we have uh, Uber Eats, we have Minify, mm-hmm. and then obviously, uh, which is our online ordering service, which you just mm-hmm. and plug it in. Uh, and then, um, and then we got uh, obviously, you know, you could call in your order, mm-hmm. pick it up that way. So yeah, we focused right. on. Uh, a lot of to-go, uh, and I've never made so many to-go char- charcuterie boards. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And during that time, that you know, that I, I, I swear, I hear that Uber Eats alarm go off everywhere I'm at now. So you're <laughs> <laughs> in your sleep. Right, right. It was a, it was a lifesaver for a lot of people. <laughs> hey, it was a lifesaver, man. I hear that. Do 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 do. Everywhere I go. That's funny. I bet. Hey, Corey, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and get into some more of the details on COPA. We will be right back. One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number Nine. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete Foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine, and you can even get a regular old cheeseburger too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Engine, engine number nine. 
Ramen is the ultimate comfort food, and Booyah Ramen on the 900 block of Central Avenue is my go-to. It's so freaking good. The broth is like a silky blanket to warm up your mouth, and the hearty proteins, or just mushrooms for vegetarians, it'll have you saying, ooh, mommy, the umami is making my eyes roll back in my head. My favorites are the pork belly and the short rib. Mmm. And then there's the noodles. O-M-G. Go get the best ramen in St. Pete at Booyah Ramen at 911 Central Avenue in the Edge District of downtown St. Pete. Do ya, Booyah? We are back! We are back! We are back with Executive Chef Corey Albright from Copa in downtown St. Pete. And as I said earlier, it's a wine, beer, and specialty wine cocktails place specializing in small plates. And the the menu is succinct yet eclectic. Yes. And I love both of those things about it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to read like four pages and say, what the heck am I going to order? I don't know. You can narrow it down. But it's also, it's not like similar to when we were talking to a few weeks ago, Rob Reinsmith at Wild Child. He said, it's not like a it's this kind of cuisine. It's really eclectic. Right. And right. I, I love that about you guys. And we recently came out with uh, our most recent top 10 list was the 10 best salads, believe it or not. There's a lot of good salads out there. Mm-hmm. And you guys, uh, the watermelon salad made it on there. Yeah. And I'm just going to read what I wrote for the review. Copa's watermelon salad is bursting with flavor. It's bright yet balanced with sweetness and saltiness. Mm-hmm. It's composed of fresh watermelon, of course, and tossed with heirloom tomatoes, onions, garlic, feta cheese, and balsamic dressing. And it's just amazing. It was delicious. Yeah. I love watermelon. So anything watermelon, I typically order. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you guys enjoyed it. I was really yeah. happy and surprised when, uh, when you guys told me that I was going to be in the in your list of uh, top 10 salads. So Yay. great feeling. So you have a, there's also a chef special that changes. Now, is that weekly or daily? Uh, it changes. It, it really just depends on like the things that, you know, I have at my, uh, my disposal. Mm-hmm. So we used to do it every day and then I used to start, and then I'd start making specials to where uh, I might have them for two days or then we'd have the weekend special um, and things like that. So it really is just, uh, it can go from every day can change to, you know, every couple of days, depending on the type of product and, the proteins that we decided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty uh, cool. But there is there is always a chef special, no matter what. The only time we don't have a chef special is at brunch, and that's you know just started back up. So right, I saw that. We're going to talk about that too uh, on the on the special. So how do you decide what it's going to be? You know, I just I, I literally I just like I, I when I'm at home and I'm sitting at you know I'm on Facebook or Instagram <laughs> on things, uh, I see things pop up and then like. I will. I'll just click on the picture of the, of the magazine or the you know, whatever, whatever it's on, and mm-hmm. like, oh man, I, I think I, if I see it, and I want to do it. I, I have to change it at least some way because I don't like. I, I want it to be like my own little my own little twist on it. Uh, right, right. I use somebody's full full recipe. Uh, right. I mean, just like the watermelon. The watermelon salad is composed of like three salads I've done over the years. <laughs> so I've taken three different salads and put them all together now. So that's, I mean, this is really just, I just, sometimes I sit down, I say I want to cook with something and I go get it and then I cook with it. <laughs> right. Cool. 
Yeah, you want to do what inspires you. Yeah, there's no reason to any of the any of the madness on the chef specials. <laughs> <laughs> Just the daily inspiration. Uh, it's either a picture. I'm like, oh man, I really want to work with this. And, you know, that's what's really great about Sebastian Max is that I'm saying, hey, I really like to do this. They're like, all right, you know, let's let's do it. Like it sounds great. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's fun. And you guys also you have uh, Thai chili wings, which are I think a crowd pleaser. And then you mentioned the Testones. And what's cool is I, I love when I learn new stuff and I'm st- still learning new stuff. So when I read the Testones, it says mojo pulled pork on crispy plantains with Haitian pickles. I'm like, what the heck is pickles? I had to look it up. <laughs> so it's like a traditional uh, Haitian snack. It's like a sour, it's like a coleslaw, but spicy. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, at least what I read on Wikipedia, it says pickled cabbage, carrots, Bell peppers and Scotch bonnet peppers. Oh, those are spicy. Nice. Yeah, we use habaneros. Ah, mm-hmm. so it okay. sounds. It's kind of like a sauerkraut with uh, maybe spicy. Yeah, kind of, I mean, it's like it's. I see it as like a vinegar slaw. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. You know? I just heard the pickled. I yeah, but we put. I mean, it's it's you know it's cabbage, carrots, peppers, and then uh, we we mince up uh, habaneros. And then I, uh, sounds so, delicious. Uh, the seasonings after that, but yeah, it's almost like a like a, a vinegar slaw, basically. Cool. We definitely have to try that one next time. And there's spring rolls. There's mango shrimp. Uh, the ahi tuna tartar looks really good. You also have a seasonal flatbread, and one one of the desserts is cream brulee. That would be my favorite one on there. Do you have any favorites, Corey, as far as the dishes? Oh. I really love the octopus. It's probably one mm-hmm. of the things. That has, that has a great char on it. Oh, yeah. And the flavors, wow. All mm-hmm. over that plate were amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think yeah, seems- the octopus is probably my favorite. And then uh, after the octopus would probably be uh, the scallops. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, a nice, and then the charcuterie boards. Those, those. Yeah. So it's like you look at the menu, like I said before, it's succinct and eclectic. But it still seems like there's a lot of possibilities for things you can order, mm-hmm. but it's not like just overwhelming with too much stuff. And, and you guys, you mentioned earlier brunch. So you guys, on, you're closed on Monday and Tuesday. Then Wednesday and Thursday, it's 5 p.m. to 11, Friday and Saturday, 5 to midnight. And then on Sunday, you open at noon. And are you having the live music again now? Um, we do not have the live music yet. Just running off of our Spotify and everything, but I mean, this Sunday you know, yeah, sure. You would have thought Why not? DJ in there. We had everybody dancing around, and, <laughs> uh, you know, vibing out. It was a great time. Uh, we cool. do have plans to definitely get a uh, here in the near future to get the uh, the DJ and stuff back. So one thing I want to make sure I mention because everybody's always asking this, especially in our group. Oh, right. Where right. where can I get Sunday brunch with bottomless, bottomless mimosas? mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> We got the we got the bottomless mimosas for fifteen dollars. Uh, we have three different flavors. We have peach, oh cool, passion fruit, and then we have the traditional orange juice. So the brunch is from noon to three every Sunday, and there are five items, and there are two of them I'm compelled to read the full description on. Okay, the there is the Tostones Benedict, two golden fried Tostones topped with hot capicola ham, mojo pulled pork poached eggs, and a house hollandaise. Wow. Yeah. And the Tennessee 
hot hoe cakes. (laughs) (laughs) Three hot cakes filled with corn, garlic, green onion, and shallots, and topped with house coleslaw, Captain Crunch fried chicken, and Nashville honey hot sauce. Wow. I'll take two. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go to Tennessee. We'll have to see if they have anything like that there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure have, I'm sure they'll have a mix of it. I don't know if it all together. <laughs> and there's also a pork poutine, a creme brulee French toast. Nice. And, of course, avocado toast. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, and then you guys, after 3 p.m., then you just go back to the regular menu till, so till 10, right? after 3 p.m., we actually close the kitchen oh. until 5 p.m. Bars okay. open. You know, we allow everybody to relax at the bar, but uh, we just have to have time to flip the kitchen to get everything right. Right. for dinner from brunch, you know, being such a small place, you know. Totally makes sense, yeah. It's a cool It's a cool space, though. It has a really nice vibe in there. It does. Inside yeah, and out. And you have a vibe and everything that uh, Sebastian and Max have built in, in there. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great concept and, and great time for sure. Yeah, and it looks like a nice, comfy uh, outdoor space, too. We, you guys have some nice couches there. And it is located at 1047 Central Avenue, which is in the Edge District. And that's just a little bit before the roundabout. Yes. To give you a visual. I believe it used to be Gennaro's, correct? It mm-hmm. did. It used to be yes. Gennaro's. Mm-hmm. Right. And the website is Copa DTSP. And everyone around here knows what that stands for. <laughs> CopaDTSP.com. Yes. Corey Albright, thank you so much. Thanks, Corey. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Hey, foodies. Do you know about the Zest podcast? If you're listening to us, you should be listening to them, too. They're part of the Tampa NPR station, WUSF 89.7. On the Zest, you'll learn new recipes, baking tips, and barbecue secrets. You'll hear about what's ripe, what's growing, and what's in season. The Zest Podcast is hosted by Robin Sussingham, an award-winning reporter and producer who's also an avid home cook and baker. Robin's a native Floridian and has been searching out flavors and the fascinating stories behind them from Key West to Pensacola. Learning to care for a sourdough starter and learning to bake sourdough breads really speaks to people in a very deep way. It's part of our collective history and we're getting back to our roots and our self-sufficiency. Just like us, the Zest podcast has interviews with chefs and restaurateurs and talks about food and recipes covering the Tampa Bay area and throughout Florida. It's what we listen to when we're not doing our own show. Check out the Zest podcast at thezestpodcast.com. Tuesday is a busy day for both of us. It is. We have back-to-back things all day. So one of the challenges is staying fueled up, but without eating a big heavy lunch that makes us want to take a nap because we have too much to do. Right. Have to take a nap tomorrow. That's where Greenstock comes in. They are a chef-driven and ingredient-focused salad and wraps, fast casual eatery right in the heart of downtown St. Pete, and they are the sponsor of this segment. They are. And you know know those uh, signs, uh, no shoes, no shirt, no service? Of course. They have another sign at Greenstock. No cans allowed. <laughs> Nothing comes out of a can there. Everything's fresh. And you can see all the ingredients right in the case. The nice bright yellow ears of corn, plump bread, Roma tomatoes. And they even make all their own dressings. And I think there's probably only a few places that can say that. Yes, I agree with that. And what'd you have for lunch today? Today I had my You Inspired Little Green, so the smaller size salad. 
And on this one, I had romaine. And for a change up, instead of spinach, I did baby kale this time. It was nice and crunchy. It was really cool. good. Um, I included cucumbers, tomatoes, and pickled red onions, beets, peppers, snap peas, and crispy wasabi peas. Those two both gave it a nice, mm-hmm. awesome crunch. Yeah. Got it tossed, not chopped, and um, used high-end olive oil and red wine vinegar as the dressing. It was delicious. Yeah. Really they, good. Yeah, they get tastier like every time. They do. I went back to one of my favorites, the spicy miso crunch, because miso hungry. Mm. That has baby arugula, a green stock blend, carrots, cucumber, edamame, shaved Brussels, wasabi peas, and miso ginger dressing. And I added the fresh tuna again, because we've said this it's many so times before. Good. Yeah, it's a tuna salad like you might make for a tuna fish sandwich, but this is like fresh ahi tuna. It's yeah, not but they, out of don't, a can. they don't put a lot of, of mayonnaise and filler in it, though. Right. It's really fresh tuna. Yeah. It's, it's just very so moist. It's yeah. really good. They, they surprised us today. Oh, yeah. We yeah, little, they included um, we got a little two, gift. two cookies. And I was like, where, where do these cookies come from? Now, of course, and if many of you know, I've been on Weight Watchers. My salad today was only one point. So I had to go look on Weight Watchers to see, if I take a bite of a chocolate chip cookie, what would it be? And luckily, an eighth of a cookie, zero points. So I took a uh-huh. bite, delicious. And then we found out that these cookies are home-baked by none other than Erica Benstock herself. She goes in and makes them in the, uh, the store herself at Greenstock. Yeah. Actually, in the Il Retorno kitchen. Oh, in the Il Retorno kitchen. Next door, yep. Got And they also, the same ownership of another newer new place that opened this year is St. Pete Meat and Provisions, which was originally online only with high quality butcher shop type stuff. Right. And now- We had the ribs are so good. Oh, yeah, St. Louis ribs. Yeah, They're yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now you can actually go to Greenstock and buy the St. Pete Meat and Provisions stuff. So I was checking out the meats. They had a whole- brisket in there that's like a whole cow yeah, shoulder 14, 14 pounds that's yeah. yeah, huge and we're going to try that culotte in there too i'm yeah. really excited to try that cut. yeah because that's that's a primal cut that we've never tried right exactly and so check out Greenstock on the 400 block of central avenue in downtown st pete they are now open for the last month now mm-hmm. they've been closed for dining for a long time but they you can do dine-in now and they have their longer hours from 10 30 a.m to 6 p.m monday through saturday and you can order on their website, which is eatatgreenstock.com. This is Chris Walker. And you're listening to CP Foodies Next week on the show, we'll be talking to blogger Seth Gonzalez from BurgerBeast.com. He specializes in burgers, comfort foods, food truck events. He has his own burger creations at different restaurants, and he has his own line of sauces. If you'd like to send us fan mail, hate mail, or have any requests for interviews or restaurant reviews, just send an email to info at stpetersburgfoodies.com. That's it for this episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guest, Corey Albright. And thanks to our sponsors. Greenstock. Rolling Oats. The Zest Podcast. Noble Crust. Booyah Ramen. And, and Engine, Engine Number, number nine. 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News. And our theme music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com.
please give us a rating and review on whichever app you're using to listen to the show. And remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. Lovely big golden chips with a nice piece of fried fish. (laughs) 